ladies and gentlemen, it's this time of the week that we like to say, Welcome to Egypt of the World! Glenn Wall and you. I'm Drew Maxwell. Yes, and, and we. Mm, we are sleepy. Yeah, we were up half the night watching the dang Super Bowl. Mm, or this, this is per bowel, as your son refers to. <laughs> yes, indeed. Or the Hyper Bowl, as they call it in French. Do they? Don't know. Don't know. Don't, don't talk to them about it. This week we have the Egypts of American Sporting Razzmatazz. We have the Egypts of Regal Salves. We have the Egypts of Unlikely Medical Breakthroughs. <laughs> hmm. We have the Egypts of Lupine Chernobylites. Well, we're sleepy, but we're here. We're ready yeah, to go. Yeah. And a hell of a game, too. We're worth it. Oh, I'd say. Well worth it. There was there was a solid hours entertainment packed into five hours. Yeah, well, overtime too. That nobody was really clear on the rules. Then <laughs> the guy came out and did the sermon in Latin, and yeah. <laughs> then he was like, uh, "Okay, so uh, everybody's gonna get to tall, touch the ball once unless the defense scores, and then the other guy wins." Got it? And everybody's like, "What? What, what was that? What, what was that last what? part?" <laughs> okay, let's play. Let's play. Let's get ready for the yeah. swimsuit edition. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Your boys are going to play. It's pretty straightforward. You guys are going to play this goddamn game of gridiron until it's the uh, winter season when the Pelicans lose their beak, their outer beak, <laughs> and they got the soft, soft beak. We've got a guy actually watching them down in the Keys, down in Florida, <laughs> for the beak, so... You boys just get out there and just really throw that pigskin around. It felt it felt like a Canadian game show from the 80s that they made the last thing really hard so nobody won. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and finally, this is for a million Canadian bucks. Can you get on with your French neighbor? <laughs> Fuck, God damn it. Gordo Sinclair, you're a son of a bitch. <laughs> and that's our show. <laughs> you're fucking lost. You just lost me a thousand fucking razoos. God damn you, Pierre. <laughs> it was great. I actually really enjoyed it. It was a good game. Uh, Taylor Swift was there. Don't know if you've heard of her. Uh, oh, I didn't see. Was yes, she? She was. Was she on the screen? I didn't she was pretty amazing. Yeah. She was halftime. She was just flying around the stadium. <laughs> yeah, it's <was> pretty good. <laughs> she just she found a way to move from the hot dog stand to the toilet via a Learjet. I I hoped like right at the start that she got problem drunk like by the second quarter i was really hoping <laughs> like like kelsey had to go up and sort of talk to her in the middle of the game but yeah. it didn't no. didn't happen he was too busy trying to push his coach over with a belly buck when a giant fat man yeah good luck with that good, good luck with knocking over a sphere with a moustache it looked like like um it looked like a young walrus was trying to take out the old walrus yeah, it, it was oh it was over mating rights oh yeah yeah, yeah. david attenborough should have been involved there <laughs> here he is young buck <laughs> i liked it and then there's obviously the thing with the uh, North American tradition of uh, just a shitload of ads. I know. Unbelievable. I know. It's great once a year to find out exactly which uh, Hollywood A-listers 
Oh, the tax man money. Yeah. yeah. Who's who's been divorced? Yeah. <laughs> who's uh, who's yeah. Yeah. Or there's, what sort of hush money's being uh, doled out? Yep. 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 There's absolutely yeah. no way. Yes. Hey, I'm Christopher Walken. God, I absolutely love advertising this car rental business. <laughs> Shut up, Christy. <laughs> Jeff, just uh, owe a bit of money. You'll be all right, meow flower. I think Jeff Goldblum uh, did multiple things wrong this year. <laughs> he seems to be popping up in all the ads, and some not even playing himself. <laughs> yeah. Was that was the pizza delivery driver and that Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> yeah, he's just he's just working hard this year. <laughs> he did a lot of ads. He did put it in. For me, the, the gold standard, though, <laughs> there was an ad. I think it was for Coors. Ah, yeah. Coors. Where uh, there's a train. The Coors train. <laughs> just arrives, smashes through buildings, and eventually uh, smashes into a building and delivers all the cool, refreshing taste of Coors yeah. to, all the, to the people who, who obviously are quite mangled and hurt, but they can only be healed through the power of uh, delicious Coors. And then... <laughs> Driving the train, pops his head out, went, all right, here's your cores. And everybody's like, and they, bear in mind, it's not real. These are, uh, they, 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 even the actors who are meant to recognize who this celebrity is, couldn't quite bring themselves <laughs> to work out who it was. So another member of the cast had to go, that's right, LL Cool J. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it felt it felt <laughs> tacked on right at the end. Like a guy came in, he was like, uh, "We've been we've been playing this to a lot of different audiences all over the country, and uh, nobody nobody's nobody. Heard, Mama's gonna knock you. Ma- Mama's gonna knock you up. What was what was the point of this? No, it was uh, we're gonna, gonna knock you out. Yeah, we're gonna need somebody to say your full name. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe hum a few bars too, you know, so, one, yeah, one of the hits. Yeah, give them some here. <laughs> Let them know. Don't hide your don't hide your light under a bushel. Is that the guy who lost his wallet in El Segunda? The he lost his wallet in El Segunda. <laughs> I liked uh, the ad that well, it was sort of, sort of bittersweet <laughs> where Carl Weathers was in it, and then they had to put a little in memoriam afterwards. Like, thanks, Carl. He's dead now, but uh, the last thing he wanted to do was tell everyone to buy a Sprite or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> a little in memoriam. Instead of like writing it, just have uh, what's his name, Dolph Lundgren, go. He died. Because <laughs> <laughs> if he dies, he dies. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's dead. That's how it is. <laughs> well, 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 well. Yeah, and then the obviously the big ads. One of the big ads was. Uh, was Bud Light. Oh, friend of the show, friend of the show, Bud Light. This is Bud Light decided to, after their dalliance with trans politics, yeah. went disastrously wrong for them. I mean, for us, over this side of the world, what, what's the equivalent of Bud Light? It's sort of... Stella? Uh, is it like Stella? No, 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 no. No. Like weak Stella? Is it like Carling? Carling, maybe, yeah. Yeah, one of those 3.6ers. <laughs> Why are we talking sport? No, uh, <laughs> alcohol content. All right. He's one of those 3.6ers, plays yeah. about six minutes per game. <laughs> He's very good at one thing. Special teams, here he comes. <laughs> Bruce Goodbody, he's going to be out there. 
out there drinking his 3.6er. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, the Sabotlight, so they've, I don't know, they sacked the executive that had uh, brought the uh, trans activist in. And they, remember, they, what was his, what's his name? Kid Rock had shot up a case of, yeah. of Bud Light in protest. <laughs> Damn yeah. you, Bud Light! I think they've been doing it at uh, monster truck rallies ever since. After the after the 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 national anthem, then somebody dressed as Kid Rock lookalike comes out <laughs> with an Uzi, takes it to a case yeah. of Bud Light. The people like it. Yeah, at a monster truck rally, everybody's a Kid Rock lookalike. Yeah, yeah it's really easy to find one. <laughs> you just point into the crowd and go, "You, the guy who looks like Kid Rock," you. and then five people start <laughs> shuffling towards the. Can- uh, can anybody with the, an American flag bandana come forward? <laughs> We're looking for somebody with an American flag bandana. Please bring your Uzi. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna do the thing. So just bring your Uzi with you. Yeah, but the ad, like they've gone the other way to try and reman, oh, yeah, reman it. It was the Bud Light genie. Yeah, it's not so. Yeah, they, they decided the most manly thing to do would be have a genie granting wishes. That's like the fucking people at Bud Light headquarters have absolutely no fucking clue about humans whatsoever. <laughs> what's guys? What's super manly? Well, genies. I would thought it. Yeah, it's a sort of a a, myst, a mystical Middle Eastern wish giving. Uh, yeah. Sprite? Yeah. <laughs> you rub his lamp and he comes. Comes motor oil. <laughs> like a real truck man. I think but, one of them was fixing cars in it. Oh, they were all fixing yeah, cars. I want to fix my Camaro. I want a big muscle on my arm. I <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. When I want my arm to turn into a big muscle. <laughs> <laughs> I want my head to be made of chicken wings and I can just eat my head all day long. You got it. It was really like, it was, it was like watching somebody pretend to not be gay. Like like that sort of hyper heterosexuality that you just looked at in, in the 80s and went, you're, you're actually gay. You're, you're not, you know. who, who wants to punch me? <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to punch me in my dick with their mouth? Which one of you guys wants to dick punch me with their mouth? I bet you bunch of chickens would be too scared to bite a man's cock off. <laughs> Not me. Because <laughs> I drink Bud Light. <laughs> Dream of my, my, my wish coming true. <laughs> <laughs> So stupid. <laughs> Rub it on a Bud Light can. <laughs> please. Please. Please make me more manly. <laughs> With your 3% beer. <laughs> <laughs> well... Yeah. There you go. Yeah, this I was just actually kept from thinking the, like the Bud Light, like because it, it it had gone so far. It's like uh, you know, Bud Light. We honestly thought it was a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking confusing. If you'd seen her, you, you wouldn't. You wouldn't tell. You couldn't tell. You know you chug six foot like. <laughs> you get a little bit confused. <laughs> you don't know what's a, a log and what's a chopper. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Does that make any sense? 
You got six foot lights and then you're down a coal mine with a bunch of other bunch of guys. <laughs> Punching each other in the face. <laughs> Gonna beat each other up in the darkness. <laughs> start, start kissing. <clears throat> <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, yeah, Bud Light, you did a, you did a wonderful, wonderful little turn there. I, uh, I don't know what you want out of life, but Bud Light, I just don't know what they want. What do you want from us? Yeah. What do you want? What yeah. do you what do <laughs> you want? I mean, at the heart of it, they're just trying to sell beer, but it's like, like, and and it's such a, it's such an easy, like everyone knows what Bud Light is. They, they, like, how were were you not selling enough in the first place? You're like, we're gonna change everything, and then now you've had to peel it back and and uh, and go in the other direction. Just, just sell your beer. Sell your beer. Yeah, fucking with a giant truck. That's what you need. You need all the men in the world to <laughs> into trucks. <laughs> Truck never be gay or confusing. <laughs> Can't paint a rainbow on a truck. No, it's illegal. That's, that's right. <laughs> that's right, baby. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, that's hooray for sporting achievement. Yeah. Yeah, we were up till 5 a.m. Yes. In many ways, we're the elite athletes. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm? Trying to follow that game, 5 a.m. in the morning. Not everybody could have done that. With all that confusion and whatnot. No. I thought, yeah, I thought they were a bit thin on the ground with celebrities this year. I mean, Mr. T, every year he's there with another... But he looks great. How old can Mr. T be? It's always a pun on his name, and it's always like, uh, wasn't this funny that he used to do this? It's not like... uh, Yeah, but I also think, like, how old would you have to be to know who he was? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, the A-team hasn't been on the telly for a very long time, and he followed it up with nothing. <laughs> right. Other than doing ads, Ed Milton T. I know. Yeah, he's been he's been a parody of himself for quite some time now. He looks fantastic, though. You like he's he's still got his mohawk. He's still got all the well him in the pawn office. Pawnbrokers still all have all his jewelry. <laughs> I'm gonna get the elbow. I'm gonna have a time, Dr. Pebbles. <laughs> Give me all my stuff again. <laughs> Is there just once? Could you ask nicely? Let <laughs> <laughs> me ask nicely. <laughs> Mr. T never break character. No. There ain't no character to break. I look naked. I ain't got no gold on me. <laughs> Straight after every every ad once a year, Mr. T just whistling, whistling with all his jewelry <laughs> in his shopping bag. Back to the pawn office. Yeah. Take it back for another year. I'm not going to need any of this, Raymond. Good God, man, just take the goddamn joy. I'm not going to need it. I got a whole year to grow my hair out and not walk around with all this goddamn clanky clanky jewelry on me. 70 year old man. I just drag myself down the street. 
<laughs> it's great if the voice comes with the jury. He's going, God damn it, another goddamn year done. Boom, boom, boom. Man, once again, I am the voice and face of Hertz Rendell. Goddamn mother. Take the goddamn jewelry, Raymond. That is a huge relief. Mm, mm. Finally, to break character. I can sleep now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, Raymond's got it on. Dude, I'm giving the No refunds. <laughs> I'm shutting this pawnbroker at two in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the pawnbroker's hair falling out in lines. <laughs> it's happening! It's like a mask. <laughs> I'm telling you, Raymond, man, when I do this, great power come with great responsibility. Y'all can't just shout at everybody the whole time! Fantastic. He does. Really and he wears haunted jewelry. Now we know. It's not haunted. <laughs> <laughs> it's Posey. The living thing. <laughs> Fifty different chains. Every one of them By a very loud man. Becoming a super voice. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, good old Mr. T. Yeah. I was glad to see him. Yeah. And he, you don't need to go and thank you, Mr. T. Everybody knows exactly what they're getting. Yeah. 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 Mr. He doesn't T. have to. He doesn't have to read for anything. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> We're not sure whether this is the. the direction you want to take. You tell me what it is. Uh, tea. Tobago. <laughs> you want to book a holiday? You want to go on vacation? <laughs> Try go. No matter what it is, I'll shout it. Yeah. <laughs> um, could you do it shoutier? Impossible. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got to protect my voice. Blue. <laughs> I got to protect my voice. <laughs> I'm doing a set nav tomorrow. Turn up, sucker. <laughs> I've been the fool who don't merge right now. <laughs> Digging the right to leave. Oh, good old uh, Mr. T. Ah, uh, well, we wish you the best, Mr. T. Yeah. Yeah. We'll I mean, you, of all yeah, for we'll me. See, yeah, we'll see you next year. Yeah, yeah, for all the celebrities, the you know the constellation of American uh, firepower celebrities there. I mean, for me, Mr. David, the one. Yeah, it's not the Super Bowl without him. No, it's kind of like Christmas with Santa Claus now. Here he comes. <laughs> My season. <laughs> Breaking into just all the commercials. <laughs> That'd be great. The Porsche 911 is one of the <laughs> too noisy. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. T just walking through every <laughs> The high-pro medicine don't work. Oh, 
What about uh, Michael Sarah trying to get in on that too? Oh, that, that was the, the worst ad. Where that was it was sad. Yeah, he's like. Um, it was some sort of skin cream. But it was real. Like it was like Sarah V. And now, but I thought, why? What? What is this an ad for? And then it turned out like Sarah V is a real skin. It's an ointment. Yeah, some sort of salve, and it can't possibly work. I don't. I don't know. But um, are you disputing the power, Sarah V? <laughs> Look, feel my elbows, sucker. They smooth like a baby's bum. Feel them. That's Super Bowl three times back, man. <laughs> That's Super Bowl 42. <laughs> That's why I'm so smooth, man. <laughs> Used to be called Mr. T Cream. <laughs> but my ex-wife didn't win a court about all that. <laughs> Mrs. T. <laughs> That's right, Mrs. T. She's gone back to her maiden letter, though, actually. <laughs> Since the divorce. That's right. I was married to Margaret Thatcher, Mrs. T. We were the original 1980s odd couple. She wanted to slash public sector spending, but I personally believe in Keynesian economics. Take money away from suckers. They can't spend them for money, sucker. Your economy just keep getting smaller. Well, you want to know Mr. T know about macroeconomics? <laughs> Super Bowl 76. <laughs> I was advertising the University of Chicago's economics department faculty. Just started lingering around the halls, <laughs> shooting a commercial. Pop my head in. Do the course. Do the course. Now I know all about economics. <laughs> Oh, oh, we have some talk about Mr. D. Because you know why? There's a lot more weird shit this week. I know. It ain't all just American sport and uh, American celebs. Yeah. Are you ready for a story? Yep. So, Her Her Majesty, His Majesty, the King of England, King Charles III. Yep. Uh, for our royal fans out here, uh, this is this is sad news. If you're a royalist, uh, the king has been diagnosed with prostate cancer. Okay. All right. And we're not here. And let's right off the top, we're not taking the piss out of cancer sufferers. No. But what is ridiculous, and where the Egypt slide into this one is, it was GB News. They had yeah. uh, Nigel Farage. Uh, friend of the show. Friend of the show. He has popped up a couple of times. The last time Nigel was on the show, I don't remember, he was doing some soft porn. <laughs> Nigel Farage in the Cote du Jour. <laughs> remember that? Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> That's so stupid. Anyway, they were talking about uh, the king's ailment. Uh, that he has cancer and one of the oh, it was on when he's talking things you know this it's a very specifically if you're around the rest of the world you, it's very hard to get your head around what I'm about to tell you each major news outlet has a specific journalist that deals with the royal family but they're called the royal correspondent and always untrustworthy like, but also the most anxious royal correspondent there is <laughs> 
There's every single one of them always somehow turns the conversation. When the queen was a young woman, she was radiant. She was the most beautiful woman in the kingdom. Ooh, the majesty. The queen. Yeah. When she was young. So radiant. You know, like some men are arse men, some men are tit men. Royal correspondents are radiant men. Yeah, yeah. So radiant. I don't know. They're, yeah, you, you wouldn't leave your children with any of them. No, no. but that's probably for the best because I mostly hang around in towers <laughs> waiting to get the scuttlebutt from the kitchen staff. <laughs> what is his excellency eating with his porridge? But in the middle of this interview, very serious, right? The king's only just become the king. Yeah. Less than a year later. He's, he's diagnosed with cancer. The royal correspondent comes on and goes, well, his majesty the king won't be, uh, he's not a fan, doesn't quite believe in chemotherapy. That's usually the last thing people say about people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he, he, got, he got diagnosed with cancer and I remember him saying... Chemotherapy doesn't work. And then um, it was at the funeral. <laughs> Everything speeded up after that. Yeah, he said that he said, he's a great, His Majesty the King is a great believer in natural remedies and potions. Oh, my Lord. Potions. Well, how's he going to get it up there? <laughs> With those fingers. <laughs> he's not even going to be able to, to apply one of his little salves. I don't, I don't think you have to finger a potion up your bum. Well, you might as well. <laughs> For all the good it's going to you, buddy. You might as well get something out of it. <laughs> you might as well, as they say, go digital. We wouldn't want to do it with a log. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, you can imagine that. Like, there's no way. that His Majesty the King will obviously have... The royal digiter. Oh, they won't tell him what they're doing. <laughs> just, they'll give him some sneaky chemo. Your Majesty, look over there. There's another environmental conference. Wow. <laughs> Massive hands <laughs> shielding his shielding the client. Where is it? Just if you just in the below in the castle moat, your Majesty. <laughs> <laughs> Fingered chemotherapy. <laughs> madness. It's just madness. Like a whoopee cushion. <laughs> the, king, the king's potions. He yeah. believes in potions. Never, ever get a potion. Never. <laughs> Gargamel your doctor. <laughs> Gargamel your doctor. <laughs> you have to He's just... a great believer in potions. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. Is he still alive? <laughs> I mean, yeah, like some something happened to his hands. Like, I I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't doubt if a potion did that. But I I think you know for years the narrative was always isn't it a bit mean that the Queen won't abdicate to give Prince Charles a run at the cr-? you know what I mean? Yeah. Now we know why. <laughs> yeah. She was like, I'm not handing you over to him. He believes in potions. <laughs> No, no, I mean actual potions. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't mind because I've made a crown out of my own jewels. 
my, my all of my crystals. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't wear it, Mother. It's my crown. <laughs> I don't want to. And why couldn't he just be a real man and, you know, have a course of leeches? Yeah. <laughs> Potions, come on. You got the big C, dude. You need to get all those sucky worms all over you. Yeah. He's yeah. not, he's, it has to be said, there's, he's coming from a long history of royals that have made their own medicines. Henry VIII, he of the, you know, he, he who... Be- divorce of medicine? <laughs> It can't be. It can't be for some. It can't be for some. And let's let's not uh, forget that uh, Henry VIII only divorced some of them. A lot of them he just straight up beheaded. Yeah, yeah. That's another one of his remedies. This is how it's going to cure a lot of the yap 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 in the castle. (laughs) My doctor prescribed this. (laughs) You know my, my. my masked doctor. <laughs> I had to have my uh, wife's head removed. But he genuinely, genuinely, Henry VIII uh, was obsessed with making his own medicines. And he had, because he got really, really fat and he had uh, gout. Gout, right? Yeah. And he had sores on his legs from his gout. So his remedy was uh, fox. He would, uh, this is, you know, in in Hampton Court like they've got all his recipes <laughs> and his recipe was a whole fox uh, it's a, a boil a fox whole fox and in brackets or you know parentheses whatever the equivalent was it just said not the not the bowels obviously that's madness right <laughs> boil up a fox's <laughs> bowel like that's not going to do any good to you but the rest of the fox boil it in salt water till all the water is gone then wash it off in sweet water aka potable drinkable water and boom, bang, bing. Because obviously foxes have got great legs. And they got four of them and you've only got two. So they'll be twice as potent. Right? Boiled fox. That's right. That's what Henry VIII's answer to his gout was just boiling up foxes. <laughs> the last, even more ridiculous, the last Charles, Charles II, mm-hmm. who was the playboy king, of the restoration. It's in Playboy. <laughs> sure was. <laughs> just on a couch, just, <laughs> just likes and dislikes. <laughs> just covering his jewels with his powdered wig. <laughs> dislikes Cromwell. <laughs> <laughs> what do I like? Cavaliers. What do I not like? Roundheads. <laughs> Um, so yeah so there's there was a thing called uh, King Charles II because they hadn't got a clue what disease was they had no idea of hygiene therapy what germs were anything anything. they just thought things that stank killed you (laughs) they're not wrong I mean things that stink aren't good to lick (laughs) right we all still know that like ooh wee that smells (laughs) What a terrible date. <laughs> so King Charles II had a thing I don't called, mind, ladies. <laughs> I don't mind at all. <laughs> That's right, Glenwall. <laughs> anyway, so Charles II had a thing called the Royal Touch. I 
Yeah. Whereas well, you have to go to jail for that now. Not, not in those days. Oh, not Charlie Boy number two. It was believed that he could cure um, your surgical TB by putting his hands on your glands. And it only worked on teenage girls. <laughs> And teenage boys. <laughs> Thank you, Bud Light. What are we talking about? Yeah, now, this, the royal touch was believe, he and Charles II would uh, lay his hands on uh, as many as 4,000 people a year. Is that how he got TB? Well, he was, he was a legendary shagger. So maybe it was just all in the mix there, you know? Yeah, he would have got something if he was just humping everybody. He surely was. Wow. Mm-hmm. Humping and curing as he went. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He cured their uh, TB. They all had syphilis afterwards, but they didn't die of TB. Yeah. And that's because oh. syphilis kills you quicker. That's, that's right. So not a lot of... <coughs> for 20 years. Just yeah, something grows on your head. <laughs> and you get crazy. Let's try all five potions. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Looks like you're running for the White House again. Yeah. <laughs> what if I boiled a fox? <laughs> I let. How would you get to that logic of just? God, my legs are really sore. I wish I had the legs of a fox. Let's boil yeah. up a fox. Let's give a fox a crack. Just yeah, it, it, it feels like it would be a lot. Like um, remember when Trump told everybody to inject bleach at the press conference, yeah. and the doctor was just like, "What?" Yeah, the general surgeon general was just like, "You've you've literally just undone four hundred years of medical." <laughs> yeah, it was that level of. <laughs> yeah, but the king just on on the Batman. Please don't worry. I've, I've boiled up a fox. Everything's cool. <laughs> It'll be everything's gonna be great <laughs> because it's the Middle Ages. People would have been like, "Really good, King's King's really on it." <laughs> yeah, oh, he's a really he's a forward thinking king we got there. Yeah, yeah, and good thing boiling for, up foxes. It's like he's very scientific. Good, good, yeah. The good thing for foxes was he was the only man who could afford goat in the whole world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nobody else was getting goat. <laughs> yeah. no, nobody else. What do you mean you're not just drinking claret and eating horse and feather? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> We're small and dirty. <laughs> so is the fox. Yeah. <laughs> Charles is like this mom dirty. <laughs> oh well, we wish you all the very best, and everybody else who's had a shitty old diagnosis recently. Yeah, you know. This is great news for all the limp dicks out there. Don't call them. Oh, uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is uh, our, our new round part of the show we call. Soft cock roundup. <laughs> That's more thundering than probably necessary. <laughs> Soft cock roundup. Viagra is apparently uh, potentially a cure for Alzheimer's. Careful where you take your Viagra. <laughs> Let me tell you, once you take Viagra, you never forget, buddy. Yeah. You never forget. Yeah. Well, I'll you, take you it. don't want to come to out of a Alzheimer's jag. <laughs> Just on the bus with a big heart on. Oh, 
<laughs> I remember everything now. <laughs> Except how I got here. <laughs> yes, I've tried it once. I was given some Viagra and I took it at a party. I had nobody to share it at the moment with. But I took it anyway, because I'm a ruthless experimenter. Nothing, nothing happened, because, you know. Yeah. It was very late and I was drunk. But then I woke up at five in the morning. I don't know if you've ever woken up beside your penis. <laughs> this thing this thing was sitting up in the bed texting his friends. <laughs> Which friends? I mean, it's, you know, you want, you know, if you've got a relative who's really far gone on Alzheimer's, do you want them like fully pegged up? Yeah. <laughs> Wandering around confusing you with their grandfather? Who, who, how did they find out? <laughs> I don't know. But it, it's like, let's look into whoever was like, you know what helps them when you give them bag? What were you we're doing? doing? Are you saying that there weren't enough hooks for the coats in this? <laughs> Keep them from falling out of his bed. <laughs> yep, nobody rolls out anymore. Yeah, the old, the old bike stand. <laughs> Yep, we found that it's very handy. If you've ever you got you got to change a tire, but you forgot your jack, we can get old Norman here. We can pop my bluey, and he'll be down there. He'll keep your car up. <laughs> Remembering it. Oh my God! I used to have a Buick. <laughs> He's back. Oh, Norman. Oh, Norm, you're back, yeah. buddy. Ask him his passcodes. Goddamn. I'm going to be able to get in this guy. It's Iwo Jima, Iwo Jima, Iwo Jima. <laughs> but do you know how they actually, when I was looking at this story, do you know how they fi found out that it, originally Viagra, or, uh, it's the brand name, I forgot what the actual name of the medicine is, was developed uh, for high blood pressure. Wow. Right. It was high, originally high blood pressure medicine. And the first test case of, of, you know, test of sample of people, they tried it out on were miners. Oh. Welsh coal miners. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> they tried it out on Welsh coal miners in Merthyr Titfil. <laughs> which is awesome because it actually sounds like a medicine, doesn't it? Before or after their shift. <laughs> I just like the name. And no, do not try Martha Tidville unless you were You know, it sounds like George. Should we try Martha Tidville? I guess we're going to try to save this marriage. <laughs> Gold miners, exactly before after the ship. Right, so we have uh, we all tried it. Uh, we've had uh, we got some uh, some results to break to you. Uh, there was. A hundred miners went down there. Uh, there's only half of us come back up. Let me be honest with you. <laughs> the things they did to that canary. <laughs> weird. It must be weird. Like, there's a bunch of old coal miners. Presumably they were picked out because, you know, they're hard-working lives and ate a lot of bacon, but he's drank too much after their shift and whatnot. And next thing they're down in the coal mine when they're... The hard on of the man 30 years younger than them, but attached to them for yeah. once. Yeah, they just start, sort of, all these little heads are appearing around like it's all in the dark. Bing! 
But it's all right, we've adapted to it. Now we've got a little helmet for him as well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're very resourceful people here in the valley. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I found another vein. <laughs> well, sadly, we now need to do something about all the shaft collapse. <laughs> Tell them to ring all the church bells. <laughs> Tell all our wives to stop playing bingo. <laughs> Two fat ladies, that's what I'm going to need. <laughs> Do you know, I read a book about uh, Richard Burton and Elizabeth Taylor. And oh, yeah. um, the Elizabeth Taylor had so many clothes that they just, like, you know, people would do, places would just send her clothing. And yes, of course. Her. Yeah, I could see that. Um, and she'd only ever wear things once, and then she just that, that was her rule. She oh, would only wear it once. This uh, is a different jacket every week. I know, I know. Um, but she uh, used to send all her old clothes to the little village Richard Burton was from. So there was a village in the sixties in in Wales, in rural, rural which small is Wales. like everybody, all the women. <laughs> That's so great. Just like Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> and now we know a bunch of... Bunch of That's <laughs> all awesome. the miners were coming home big hard. That's right. I mean, I clapped eyes on Maggie. She was wearing this fantastic fox's stole and her off-the-shoulder number, which I think she had worn for... had been worn at the BAFTAs the week before. She looked absolutely radiant. <laughs> We call out for a oggy, oggy, oggy. <laughs> that's how we do it. If you get a reply from across the valley, hey, 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 that's it. You're on a promise. <laughs> <laughs> Just the next day. All right, we're going back down to my door. No, we're not going to need shovels this time. No, anyway, no. no equipment necessary. They're, all, they're all dressed like Elizabeth Taylor with these big hard hats. <laughs> Heading down into the shop for another shift. <laughs> well, there you go. That's the Bud Light commercial you need. Yeah. A lot of elderly Welsh coal miners. Rock hard. Yeah, with one of those tied... <laughs> like a bonnet. The <laughs> wind blowing through my hair. <laughs> Uh, well, there you go. So there you go. Good news, actually. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's been an odd uh, week for uh, diseases. Um, <laughs> well, did you see they, um, the wolves in Chernobyl, the Chernobyl wolves? God, they sound like a great band. Yeah. Yeah. Or a feared team in a like a sort of b-league but like in, you know like yeah yeah it's a, the, the, it's a hockey team but uh it's, uh, they, they're playing eat hockey it's, oh, uh, it's they're all goons the whole team's goons yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um the chernobyl wolves have now become cancer resistant well, they, these the wolves in the you're talking about the area around that you're banned from going into around Chernobyl. Yeah, not just me, everybody. Yeah, 
<laughs> you, yeah, yeah that's a different area. I'm not. Yeah. After another one of your incidents, mm, it happened again. <laughs> You're gonna need some more ointment. <laughs> Need some syrupy. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so this, I saw this story. So yeah, so this um, the wild wolves that live around the uh, exclusion zone around the Chernobyl nuclear plant. Yeah, have uh, been exposed to so much radiation. Somehow, they've developed uh, resistance to the cancer. Yeah, which is so they're they're basically uh, cancer-free uh, nuclear mutant wolves. Yeah. Which feels very much like a mixed bag for humanity. Well, I mean, maybe maybe it's just because they're not eating human food anymore. You ever thought of that? You ever think of that? Hmm. What? Well, they're not eating any more Cheerios and... Yeah. They're not having any Snickers. Yeah. And they've started, they can't get cigarettes anymore. <laughs> God. I wish wolves could smoke. I'd start smoking again if wolves could smoke. Really? Oh, yeah. If I, was, if I was just started hanging out with some wolves and they were smoking, you'd smoke too. Oh, it's, yeah, I mean, if, you know. Like, just to be able to... <laughs> just being hunted through the woods by a wolf. You just see his red, glowing eyes in the distance as he lights up a lucky strike. <laughs> Yeah. So they. Yeah. So they're good. So they're, on the upside, there's now we've discovered that a, you could, a, a, you know, our, a fellow mammal. Well, yeah, can do something about wolves can't get cancer. Well, I'm sure they we they can't get this specific type of cancer. Yeah. You know what I think is going to happen? Uh, King Charles is going to become a wolf. He's going to join a wolf pack <gasps> in one of his alternative therapies. <laughs> <laughs> in lieu of a potion, I've uh, actually joined a wolf pack. I'm going to run with the wolves of Chernobyl for um, for a season. That would be so awesome if he did do that. But that'd, like, be, that'd be that'd be so worth my tax money. But but also like get in there and find out he's not in charge. <laughs> you, you know I'm the king, right? <laughs> like, well, you're not the king of the wolf pack, big ears. <laughs> Take your fat little fingers and scratch for grubs. <laughs> you are you are less than... <laughs> it's turned out I'm not quite the top dog. <laughs> Has to wait for that dog to die for 90 years. To... But yeah. wolf years. Wolf years, yeah. yeah. Sorry, 20 minutes apiece. Can I not be in charge of the wolf pack? <laughs> Se- 70 years <laughs> waiting for your chance to be the top dog. Yeah. That wolf dies and oh, all the other wolves line the streets just to get a look at the wolf carcass. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad there's been some advancements in the world of science. Yeah, well, I don't know if that's an advancement. That's just. That's well, we don't just, know. We it's, caused a really big accident, and then the animals adjusted. It's not like, yeah. unless that was what they. Were, you know, I got this idea. Let's just let this thing boil over and uh, see what happens. Let's it. give Soviet science a go. <laughs> it's like normal science with laziness and drunken misadventure. <laughs> yeah, a couple of guys stealing the tin off the roof. Probably, probably exactly what happened. <laughs> it's exactly what happened. Well, there you go. Anyway, good luck to the wolves. Good luck to monarchs, wolves, 
and elderly Welshmen. And all who ride on her. (laughs) No, no, no. I actually thought you were censoring yourself in the middle of that. No, no, (laughs) no, Glenn. No. (laughs) Wrong. (laughs) You got wrong, Glenn. That's right. I'm going to actually have to hire Mr. T to rein you in. I'm going to get him to pop up in the middle of this podcast. I'm going to do, you got too far, Glenn. <laughs> that's, my, that's my angel on my shoulder. Little... See everybody's angel. <laughs> Little T. Mr. T, the car angel. I'll tell you what car company to use. <laughs> Never buy the insurance at the actual kiosk. What the hell's wrong with you? You buy the insurance once a year. From Go Go Car. So great. Mr. D could just be there to fucking stare you right every time you fuck up in life. Yeah. He just knows so much about all the all the, the interactions in public. <laughs> He's done every one of them at this stage. Yeah. <laughs> He's the best grandpa to have. He just any day you call him up with any problem. What the hell wrong with you? Take the chemotherapy! You might be a monarch, but you're also a numbnut, son. <laughs> well, you think these people are pulling chemotherapy out of the hills? They've been working on this shit for 50 years. The hills ain't your potion anyway. Smell like lavender. Made me tired. Made me sleepy. You know how old I am? You think I want to be sleeping right now when I'm talking to the king of England? <laughs> No, you listen, I'll talk. <laughs> Am I the one with the goddamn prostate cancer? No, I had it five years ago. Gone. Full remission. You know why? Took the medicine, that's why. Potion. You know what potions are for? Love making. You oil her up. Oil her up good with a, a potion. She got to be in the mood in the first place. You just topping it all off, man. You just sealing the deal. You have to seduce her with your mind and your body and your soul. You can't just lather a potion on a lady. She gotta know what's happening. She gotta know you're coming. In the case of Mr. D, everybody know I'm coming. Five, four, three to one, man. I'm about to shoot. I'm about to blow here. I would actually hate to hear Mr. T whisper. That would be scary. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like if, after everything, he's like, I'm going to be straight with you. Oh, <laughs> I got to talk The yelling's you. done. We're going to talk now. Charles, I got to talk to you, man. <laughs> it ain't death sentence no more. But you got to take the medicine, man. Goddamn potions. What the hell you talking about, man? You a wizard? You a king, not a wizard? King ain't a wizard and a wizard ain't a king. That's right. You got a crown, not a pointy hat. <laughs> look me in the eyes, man. Do I look like I hang around with men with pointy heads? Oh, I do them pointy heads? <laughs> no. I don't like wizards. You didn't wait for Merlin to die for 70 years. the end of the podcast and all I can think about is Mr. T. <laughs> how, how Mr. T makes everything better. Yeah. Yeah. 
That was great. Get a regular checkup, man. <laughs> Check your blood pressure. If it's too high, it's bad for you, man. You're going in a dangerous zone, man. Higher blood pressure, more likely you're going to have a stroke. You want to have two different types of faces? <laughs> that what y'all want? <laughs> Better the two-faced fool. <laughs> I pity the fool that don't take chemotherapy seriously. <laughs> I know you're scared right now. Everybody would be. It's normal to be scared. <laughs> you goddamn it, you the king of England now, man. You gotta take this shit seriously. I don't pity the full remission. <laughs> Stop talking to plants, man. <laughs> Time to put your bullshit overpriced biscuits away, son. Nobody give a shit about your biscuits no more. You the king. You got a constitutional responsibility in this goddamn kingdom. <laughs> Take your medicine like a big boy. <laughs> what, what happens if the, he doesn't have a will? What? <laughs> just like all the people who've lost their money in the Dutch, he doesn't just go back. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't believe in chemotherapy or wills, and now we don't have a country. We can't. Nobody knows. I was the last man told him. <laughs> I'm sorry. We have the unwritten constitution of Great Britain, as I can tell you. Uh, it's the last man to actually shout in the king's face. <laughs> becomes the new uh, liege lord of the kingdom. And then that would obviously be Mr. Terence. Terence, is it? <laughs> Philolonious fool! <laughs> My God, I would love to see the fucking crown Mr. T came up with. Like a slinky. Crown upon crown upon crown upon crown. All the way up. All the way to star. <laughs> you see me go down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. T coming into the, the royal, the royal, the royal Jewers in the town of London, just like in his usual Mr. T stuff. I want some solo. <laughs> so I'm not understated. Like these gold and diamonds on my pinky. Uh, uh, <laughs> the king, the only Mr. T could look at the crown jewels of England and go. Shit, that's kind of white bread. Can we <laughs> make conservative? <laughs> we throw a little bit of spice in this gumbo or what, man? <laughs> uh, I lost it. Uh, I got it. I got it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> make this thing work, goddammit. I'm be noticed. What the hell are we? Amish? <laughs> Do I look Amish to you? Look at this orb, man. Look like a tennis ball. Nothing going on. Look at this scepter, man. Look like a dog shitty stick. <laughs> Isn't the biggest damn ruby you can find? Is that all you got? <laughs> got a ruby the size of a pear. <laughs> the hell, man? I'm a king of England. I want a ruby the size of a cantaloupe. A damn cantaloupe. <laughs> I want you to hollow out a ruby, and I want to wear it on my head. <laughs> and a big red ruby head with a crown on top. And Rick, I want to be purple all the way around. 
I wanna I wanna live inside a ruby. <laughs> and when I, and when I'm done with all this shit, time to move We wanna throw, man. So uncomfortable, man. I want this I want a throne that's also a lazy boy. <laughs> While meeting dignitaries from abroad, man, I can flip out and get my legs up, man. You any idea how old Mr. T. Eckley is? Just put my damn legs up, man. Boy, me a fox. Boy, me up a goddamn fox, man. <laughs> my legs are icky. <laughs> Gotta meet all these damn ambassadors. Damn uncomfortable cheer. <laughs> I don't know, I'd like it. That's what I, yeah, yeah. You think I watched the last coronation? Oh my God, if you coronated Mr. T, my fucking God, do it like at halftime. <laughs> the Super Bowl. I just love every state visit. Every single state visit. <laughs> Mr. T boarding the, the, the royal jet at the top. Wave it up. All right, you fool, get back to work, man. Clunk. <laughs> the royal thumper. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've been five years now. I've been in the royal retinue. It's my job to uh, smite his majesty over the back of the head and drag him onto planes and helicopters. <laughs> <laughs> to, the, to, to the fucking uh, the, the global warming conferences. <laughs> the ones that Charles goes to. <laughs> Get up! <laughs> Who else feel too damn hot? Man, I'm hot. Got to take two shots a day, man. Just yeah. Echoing through his ruby. Like, we can't understand you. <laughs> Sir, you're going to have to take your head ruby off. None of us can hear a word you said. <laughs> Slowly. His Majesty gave Mr. T. Ruby his giant head ruby. When I grew up on the south side of Chicago, as a boy, I dreamt of having any size of ruby. <laughs> Mr. Peterson, he had a ruby. He, he owned a sandwich bar. <laughs> Always wanted to be like Mr. Peterson. Never fought a ruby. Never thought a boy from South South Chicago would ever be able to fought a ruby. So if I want to wear a ruby the size of a fucking 20 liter bucket on my head, it's what the hell gonna happen. Why the hell am I here anyway? This is window dressing. Pay your taxes, you goddamn billionaires. Poor Paulie, how the fuck did I get here in the first place? Why do y'all knock me out again? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. T. Yeah, you're the best. You're you the best. You're the best. I bet, I bet you wouldn't f go for round. No. So, in conclusion to this week's Agents of the World, uh, medicine, real, American sport, quite good, but three thumbs up. Yeah. For Mr. T. And four gold chains waving around on the thumbs. Bare minimum. Bare minimum. Yeah. Or two thumbs with little gold chains uh, and <laughs> being tiny Mr. T. No, I don't know what the fuck any of this is either. Right. Okay. All right. Very good. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we come to another messy, strange conclusion of Egypt of the world. We didn't have any of that written. 
<laughs> Turns out if you stay all, awake all night just eating nachos. <laughs> yeah, it's like Mr. T has gotten into our cheese dream. <laughs> our Doritos cheese dream. <laughs> so great. I'm in both your dreams at the same time. <laughs> You freaked out right now, right? I'm a two-headed Mr. T. <laughs> I'm in Glenn's dream, too. <laughs> know how freaky that is? <laughs> you know what a crazy thing is? I'm going to be the voice of reason and rationality when it comes to uh, uh, cancer therapy. <laughs> No, Mr. T actually, maybe you shouldn't sound as jocular as I go into this. Mr. T actually had cancer. Did he? He had T-cell cancer. No. Yeah, yeah. and he beat it. <laughs> of course he did. The only man to ever beat T. We had to, it's like Hannibal Lecter. Who can defeat Mr. T? Only Mr. T can defeat Mr. T. That's right. I know you all tiny versions of me inside me. You angry. I know what it's like. I was angry as a child. You were young. You gotta relinquish it, man. <laughs> you gotta let me Stay away from that metastasizing. <laughs> you gotta stop all that, man. Stop being freaky. Little T's. I'm the big T. That's right. <laughs> Everything with a giant T on its mind, man. That's why I own every shitty pub in Scotland. <laughs> every one by the train station. Every one of those damn shitty fucking Scottish bars, man. Got a big glowing red tea on the outside of me. Every time I come in, I think, hell yeah, they finally made me my own damn bar here in yeah, Falkirk. <laughs> Everybody looks <at> funny. <laughs> right. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. uh, for joining us on this week's Egypts of the World. Thank you. It's been a Pod People production. It's been a Pod People production. Please. Like and subscribe. Subscribe and like. Or like and subscribe. Doesn't matter what order you do it. We don't mind. But uh, make one of these happen. Yeah. For audio friends, I'm doing a thumbs up. Gonna wiggle it. All right, nice one. <laughs>